even if you're an atheist, even if you're an agnostic, even if you couldn't possibly give less of a poop about any of this nonsense, right. you have a religion, I promise. Yes. Yeah. You make religious claims. You've just found yourself behind the broken window, lurking in a corner of the writing room at Broken Window Media, where a conversation is already in progress. Welcome, welcome, welcome back behind the broken window, everybody. It is September the 1st, the year of our Lord, 2020. Um, I, normally, I'd insert uh, comments for flavor here, but you know what the world's like. It, it's on fire, and it's terrible, and everybody hates it. Uh, yes. I'm Nancy. Uh, your boy over there is Derek. Oh, would you like a hello? Yeah, I just assumed you'd oh, say right. something, but... Well, I was just going to wait until you finished your intro. I assume there couldn't be that much more after that. Hey, uh, you had a new idea, Derek. I'd love to hear all about it. Yes. Uh, so this is part three of our religion, church, and state series. Mm. And uh, at this point, uh, the purpose of this article is to connect the thing we've been talking about in the previous two articles the idea that uh, we develop these fundamental beliefs to deal with the inherent uncertainty that man faces, mm -hmm. that that in fact is religion. Those fundamental beliefs make up an individual's religion. So the way I framed this in this first draft is the idea of saying, hey, remember these fundamental beliefs we talked about? Uh, over time, uh, it's discovered, uh, it, it becomes clear. Uh, if you believe in a higher power, it's handed down that certain fundamental beliefs, uh, they become collected together for whatever reason, right? And we can okay. get into effectiveness in, in a future uh, article. But people just generally find that these ones work well. And yes. Yeah. And they, they become grouped together in these collections and these collections of fundamental beliefs are commonly referred to as religions, mm -hmm. but realize that what makes them a religion is that they are these fundamental set of ideas. And it so just, it isn't because of the nature of the beliefs as being like magical or something. Right. Like what it's, makes them religious is that they are fundamental beliefs. They are fundamental, unprovable uh, claims. Yeah. That uh, help humanity face the uncertainty that we do. Like the claim that the, um, the, the decentralized community of scientists going about the scientific method that process gets us closer and closer to the objective truth. You don't know that and you can't know that. That's right. a faith claim. Right. But 
you believe it and you need to, otherwise you couldn't get through the day. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that is, it is, it's not the fact that we see these things around and people believe in these things uh, that makes them religions. It's not the, the fact that it's uh, beliefs held by more than one individual, even. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be to be a religion. What a religion is, is in fact those unprovable fundamental ideas that address uncertainty. Yes. And that is for the continuation of this series, what we, were, we are talking about when we say religion. And in fact, right. humanity itself is really talking about that. They just don't realize it and haven't really fully uh, understood what that term means and implies. Gotcha. And what it means so, is everybody has a religion. Everybody does. Yeah. Except that too many of us don't realize that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so the first two articles were just laying the groundwork. Yes. Uh, yeah. To build up to this moment in which we can say, this is what a religion is. Yes. And therefore, everybody has one. Yes. Okay, I want it. Give it to me. Where is it? All right. <laughs> is, do you think that's the right flow, though, to bring up the fact that, hey, these fundamental ideas, look, if you collect some of them together, that is what we commonly refer to as religion. But let me unpack that and say that the collection element of them is unnecessary to, or, or um, is not, yeah, is not necessary to use the term religion. It is just the fundamental beliefs themselves. It's not that they have to be, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, a collection shared across a community. Right. It can be individual it can be your own personal collection. All that matters is it's those beliefs. Yeah. And it is because you point out that everybody has these unjustified beliefs. Yes. Like you do not have a good reason to believe these things at all. Right. It's impossible for you to have a good reason to believe these things, right. but you believe them anyway. And we bring, we and, bring up a few in the previous um, article about reality being real. You know, yeah. we can't justify that. Uh, can't the other that. one is uh, A equals A. I brought that up. Does it? Um, right, exactly. It sure feels like it does, but maybe that's just my limited capacity to reason. Right, and we brought that up uh, with the idea of a snake and a stick and how if primitive man can't determine between the two, mm-hmm. uh, that becomes a problem for, the, for <laughs> primitive man. <laughs> um but but if he has a fundamental belief that a equals a and that a stick is in fact different from a snake mm-hmm. then the world becomes less scary because the problem was his assessment and his analysis of the thing on the forest floor yeah and it wasn't that the thing that was previously a stick became a snake mm. It's, it's, right. I made a mistake in defining that thing. Right. I just didn't see it correctly, but the stick is still different than the snake. And if I can define right. them correctly, suddenly I can start to use sticks as weapons, as building shelter, as right. all those kind of things. And that's the foundation from a, so, a building upon it. So this is a, I feel like you're getting into territory that should be a next article though. Well, that was covered in the previous article. Was it? What was what was the second article? That it was that it was saying, "Hey, um, 
to to face uncertainty, which we talked about in the first article, the inherent mm-hmm. nature of uncertainty, to face that and confront that, we develop fundamental beliefs, yeah. such as reality is real, right. A equals A. Okay, so you, okay, I didn't clarify what I meant then, okay, because that is what I thought it was, and I was confused. Yeah, yeah, that was so, the previous article. In a potential, like, fourth article then, it sounded like what you were getting at was... Um, there are certain beliefs that are more useful than others. Yes. And so there's a, there's a good reason why we have the beliefs that we do and not other beliefs. Yes. Like maybe A equals A is not true, but in our immediate environment, it's very, very useful for us to believe that it is yes. true. Yeah. Uh, and, and so it's something about like how species and cultures are both plastic to the environment you know, so the things that we believe are inevitably a result of the environment that we've grown up in. Yes. As a species, yeah. I mean, but yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not the claim that, yeah, I thought you were talking about that, but I was like, well, that's too far. No, that's, that's for later. No, no, that. not yet. Not yet. I think, yeah, the next article may be, well, the next article, I think I will hit on the idea that some claims are more useful than others. And by the way, that's why, we've sort of misunderstood the term of religion to think mm-hmm. it was this um, sort of uh, uh, codified thing that, you know, more than one party believes and mm-hmm. standardized in this way. And I think actually too, that conception of religion is a pretty modern development. Now that I think about it. Thinking of it. Yeah. As, as sort of this, well, you, I mean, you, in some sense too you have to have some kind of an atheist movement to distinguish religions as this thing this sort of modern Ah. conception right because prior to that everyone would have said yeah everyone has a religion because there isn't this sort of like non-religious class you know it would be it would be maybe people would have taken that religion with different levels of seriousness or mm-hmm. gone only so far in the claims of that religion or might have uh, not necessarily lived lives that uh, looked quite like they believed in that religion, but mm-hmm. they would have claimed that religion. And then you reach a time where there are now people who claim no religion. And that is, a different thing and that sort of redefines religion in some yeah. sense well and it, it certainly has yes redefined religion yes. uh um it redefined religion as unjustified faith claims as well like it didn't it didn't used to mean that it yeah i mean this that, is but it didn't used to mean that but. yeah dawkins idea of it being a uh a meme yes Which and I- <laughs> god bless richard dawkins okay why is he not my grandfather i love him but, yeah, although I, I really like someone who responded to him who said, yeah, but how do you know atheism isn't the meme? And it was like, oh, that was, hmm. that was not a bad response there. Hmm. <laughs> he didn't really have anything to say to that, but perhaps that's okay. why he doesn't, doesn't discuss it publicly anymore. Uh, it could be, although he, I mean, this is a sidebar, but he, um, he tweeted out, um, he retweeted uh, a cartoon a short little video that was uh, uh, a woman and a Muslim man, white woman, Muslim man singing yeah. together 
I am a feminist and I am a, not, it wasn't terrorist. It was, uh, <laughs> Islamist. Sorry. I'm wow. I, I'm so okay. sorry. Muslims okay. in the audience. I didn't mean, I just couldn't think of the word. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'm a feminist. I'm an Islamist. We have so much in common. Uh, but it's comparing the politics of the two in this right. cute song. Right. And so Dawkins is like, ha, ah, this is cute. This is funny. I like this. And then everybody ate him alive. <laughs> like he got canceled uh, for like, speaking events. Um, he was like shunned by the community. Like the next week he had a heart attack or it was a stroke, I want to say. And uh, anyway, they, uh, they killed him. Well, this is... Perhaps then a fine example of, as we get deeper into this series, the, the self-destructive nature of the religion of self. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is, yeah, please bring this up, this particular example in that an might, article in the future. Yeah. Might be worthwhile. Yeah. I would enjoy that. I'll dig into it some more and Good. maybe that is, is an example of that. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going we're gonna to sum it up here then. So this article is going to be... Uh, uh, it is going to be those fundamental ideas we talked about before uh there are collections of those that we refer to as religions mm -hmm. there are collections that are sort of uh codified and uh shared across uh individuals and communities and we refer to those things as religion but it's not that it's not that shared element that makes them yeah. a religion. It's not the codification of them that right. makes them a religion. Yeah, it's not any of that. It's not standardization, codification, yeah. all of it, right? That is not what makes them a religion. It's what the makes them a religion yeah. is that they are these fundamental, unprovable beliefs. Yes. And everyone has those things. Therefore, uh, everyone has yeah. a religion. Everyone has their own personal religion. Yes. And you might group together with other people and say, we're all baptists or something yeah i'm not gonna go that far but, with it though yeah but even but even then I, I would say to point out that like it's a convenient shorthand maybe to say we're all this thing but that doesn't mean that you all have the same religion because you will each have other there, there are subtle variances obviously yeah yeah so subtle variances to all of it although i guess it depends on how many fun fundamental unprovable beliefs do you have right if you if you only have 12 of them I suppose many people could have them in common. If you have oh, 700 of them. That's an exciting question. You, Let's you, get anthropological. How many right. are there? How many are, could there possibly be? Well, so there could be an unlimited number. Do you think? Right? Well, I think so. Because I could, I could walk around with a, a fundamental, unprovable belief that all frogs will one day turn into rhinoceroses. Uh, <laughs> and... I, and you can't prove that that one day will not happen. Uh, it's a, Perhaps a one day all of them will be converted into rhinoceri. But uh, I think this is Douglas Adams' quote. I think it's from uh, uh, Dirk Gently. It might be Long Dark Tea Time of the Soul. Okay. Uh, but it's, um, I've, I've often believed as many as six impossible things before breakfast. Yeah. I think is right. the line. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, you know, I think it is unlimited. I think one of our goals should be to try and get down to as few as we possibly can manage. Um, yeah. I think minimization of that is useful. What? Uh, but, 
if possible. Um, but to the extent that one can, I guess. It seems like the, the primary goal ought to be just recognition of them. Yes. Just yeah. notice that you do in fact believe those things so you can look at them and decide right. if right. that's justified. And well, I mean, it isn't justified. Well, it can't it, be, but you know. Is it necessary, right? Like it, yeah. I, I think the belief that frogs will turn into rhinoceri is not in fact necessary. Right. Uh, <laughs> and uh it's not like you can think to yourself, well, that belief is unnecessary, therefore I will just decide to stop believing it. I mean, no. belief is an involuntary response to evidence. It, it is, it is, so, yeah. So, but what you can do is, is challenge them. Challenge on purpose, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And if you, uh, you can't challenge them on purpose unless you notice that they exist. Right, right, yeah. yes. Um, so that anyways, I, I wasn't necessarily going to get that far into it, mm-hmm. uh, at this point. I think I just want to point out that those collections of beliefs that are codified, we call those religions, but the codification is not necessary. In fact, That's let's not the reclaim the term religion and point out that it is in fact just a collection of beliefs that an individual has. Therefore we all have a religion because we all have these beliefs because we can't not have them well i don't know if this is a good article but it's at least a very good point so okay (laughs) go make it it's a part (laughs) in the series so that's that's the most we can hope for i guess okay i like it go write it all right hey everybody don't forget you can browse our entire catalog of podcasts and articles at brokenwindowmedia.com and at brokenwindowmedia.com you can become a part of the conversation But if you'd rather anonymously type ironically racist slurs at us in all caps, well, you can tweet at us at BrokenWindowM. You know, I'm actually looking forward to it. All right. Hello. Welcome back. It is Monday, September 7th. It's been uh, actually less than a week. I think we recorded on Tuesday. I think it's actually only been six days. Yeah, we're killing it right now. Unbelievable. Unbelievable productivity on our part. Uh, Don't expect that. To continue. Uh, all right. So I wrote something. And, uh, <laughs> I wrote a thing, and uh, now Ansi here is going to uh, give me some thoughts on it. Yeah, I tell you, uh, my first thought is maybe, maybe we should give it another eight days. Yeah, you think so? It feels like a first draft. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, let's let's do it though. Let's get down to business. To be fair, so, these usually do feel like first drafts. They really do. That's a true story. Yeah, uh, we're not good at this. I don't know why anybody listens to us. Yeah. Uh, okay, so my thought here is that you are essentially trying to give a different definition of what a religion is. And then you're trying to justify why your definition should be the one that we use instead of the one that is currently used. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm kind of trying to say the definition that people have of religion is a subset of this broader definition. Yeah. Yes. And so uh, so we, we try to keep our comments to like three big ideas, right? Ideally. Normally. So when I started looking at this, I was going like one paragraph at a time. You got seven paragraphs here. And I had comments for like all seven paragraphs. I was like, ah, you got to tweak this a bit to make that make more sense. Right. I have my own assumptions about what you mean by that sentence. 
but I don't know if you mean that thing or if that's just what I think you mean. And so I'm uncomfortable. And so it's all kinds of stuff. And then I got to the end and I realized, well, that doesn't work. I had a lot of comments. That's going to be dysfunctional. So I tried to find three big ideas and it's just, it's not three big ideas. I think the, the problem is the way you've approached it entirely. And that's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, if there are places where y you don't know what I mean by it, good, that, that leaves me room to flesh things out. I mean, it's, it is uh, intentionally short Yeah. in that I didn't want to flesh out things I didn't need to, but I'm fully aware that there are probably things worth fleshing out more. Okay, so I have um, so many things. I'm not, not going to bring up so many things. Okay. Um, but so, so I didn't realize that's what you were doing in this article, that you were, I don't know if you even realized that's what you were doing in this article. But after the third time I read it, I realized that is really what you're trying to do. You're saying there is a current definition of religion it is inadequate though. Here is an alternative definition. And then your last couple of paragraphs are, this is why my definition is better. Uh, let's go through those two reasons actually. Okay. So you talk about how thinking of religion as that thing over there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like Christianity religion, rather than religion is a personal thing that we all have, which is merely the unjustified beliefs in our own heads. Yes. Whatever those are, that yes. is your religion. Um, so like you might say to somebody, everybody has religion and that person might go, yeah, my religion is Christianity. And you might go, no, your religion right. is not Christianity. That is a subset of what your religion is. The word Christianity is just a shorthand for a set of unjustified beliefs and yes. some derivations from those beliefs. Yes but your religion is that set of unjustified beliefs and also more unjustified beliefs that you may or may not be aware of, such yes. as you assume and, that A equals A. You assume that reality is real. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clue listeners in uh, to the fact that you are using the term unjustified. I, I specifically actually stopped using that term in this piece and flipped okay. it uh, just because I didn't want people to... That term has become in part thanks to probably the atheist movement uh the the atheist evangelists has become somewhat uh dismissive oh well mm. those are just unjustified beliefs gotcha and my point was I, so i'm trying to say that they're both unprovable and undisprovable so yes. they're 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 just beliefs and everybody has them you know, um, yes, actually, and I understand unjustified may mean that, but I think it has mm -hmm. connotations with it that are, are not useful. Actually, you just made me situation. think that the idea of there being unjustified beliefs implies that there's such a thing as a justified belief. Yeah, that's true. And that's just, that's just not true. <laughs> yes. There are two kinds of beliefs. There are assumptions that uh, are not provable or disprovable. Right. And there are if then statements right things, like, things derivative of that yeah if my assumptions are true then, then blah, this blah, is blah. also right, true right, yeah right so there's nothing that's actually justifiable no there's no such no, thing no such thing okay so i'm with you let's not use that term for sure okay as long as we're on nomenclature though okay we're going to come back to these uh, two reasons why your definition is better sure. but as long as we're on nomenclature 
you use the word unprovable to mean, you know, Popper's wrong. Right. You can't, well, not Popper. Popper was the, anyway, point is the old scientist's wrong. You can't prove something's true. Um, but then you say undisprovable, yeah. which is not a word. No, well, I, I guess mean, it is now because you used it. I mean, I did, I did discover it was in multiple dictionaries as well, but. Well, that's gross and I'm mad about it. Okay. Uh, you, so you say undisprovable near the beginning and then near the end you say disunprovable. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's just, if you're going to make up a word, at least be consistent. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably was typing fast, not thinking, but yeah, uh, yeah un, undisprovable is definitely. Uh, I would go and with I did unfalsifiable. Find yeah, I don't know. that that uh, I liked the... Uh, making it the other side of the coin. Yeah, I get that it's got a an ing sock ring to it where it's it's a perfect antonym so it's actually better, but it's still I don't know. <laughs> the lover of English in me goes, "Uh." Well, like I said, I found multiple dictionaries that <laughs> yeah. included it. All right, whatever. You sold me on irregardless forever ago, so I'm going to let true. you have this one, I suppose. Okay. Okay, back to the point here then. Yes. Enough nomenclature. The two reasons. Okay, so two reasons why your definition uh, is better than the current definition. So current definition is like what? Uh, it's like a shared collection of beliefs. Yeah, and I, it's like I, a, an organized communal relationship within the context of, of those beliefs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, versus your definition of religion, which is. Oh, you wanted me to explain. I'm, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm is, setting you up for that. I'm, I'm, I'm lobbing you softballs here. Come on. It is the set of unprovable and undisprovable uh, ideas <laughs> that we use as the foundation uh, to, to confront the uncertainty surrounding us. Okay. I'm trying to let it go, but that, that word is killing me. Okay, good. So going. now. You give two reasons why your definition is better. The first one is was something about how it allows religious people to compartmentalize their religion. Yes. Explain that better, please. So the, the current definition um, takes religion and it makes it, it, it puts it in a box in a way. Um, it, it almost removes it from being this foundational piece. And it's like, well, it's this, it's this, box of things over here you can choose to purchase if you want to and uh, yeah. use you know it so it, it compartmentalizes it and that actually is is sort of antithetical to what mm -hmm. the religion actually is like no this is a foundation this yeah. is the bottom layer of things like this yeah. is the root the absolute lowest level you can get to this is that and you sort of try and bring it up out of that and put it over in a corner. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that doesn't, that's, that hurts in a number of ways, but. I like this. So the, um, the metaphor I kept coming back to as I read through this three times was like, life is like buying a car and you can get the base package right. <laughs> or you can get this optional add-on of this religion feature. Right. Right. And, no, that's not how it works. Your religion is the chassis. Yes. You know, there yeah. is no car without this. Yeah. Um, okay, good. Uh, and then the second uh, reason why you say your definition is better was something about the so-called non-religious people. 
and I forget the language that you use, but I wrote down here that it um, it allows them to fail to investigate their assumptions. It was something yeah, like that. Yeah, the language I used was that it... It allows other people the delusion of having denied religion. Uh, these folks have been given some kind of free pass that allows them to not take their fundamental belief seriously because we participate in the collective lie that they haven't found religion. Of course they have. They are human after all. They've simply left, uh, they are simply left with unexplored foundations and it will be to their own detriment when they find themselves with a foundation not capable of helping them cope with the uncertainty they face. Yes. Awesome. I guess speak to that, please. Uh, yeah. So that, so if we, if again, we put religion in this sort of box over here that you can, you know, choose to participate in or not, there are people who are, you know, making the choice not to participate in it. And mm -hmm. once again, no, that's not how it works. It's yeah. religion is this fundamental set of ideas. Now you may have not have, um, you know, uh, uh, decided to, uh, envelop in your, uh, in your foundational beliefs, a particular, you know, collection that's out there, but it doesn't mean you don't have these foundational beliefs. You do have these foundational beliefs that I'm calling religious beliefs. Um, and when we push religion to one side and people get to say, well, I, I'm, I just don't have a religion they are uh i don't want to say well i guess i could say i mean we sort of have something like an obligation it's not quite that but it's uh it would benefit us all <laughs> to explore those beliefs Amen. those foundational beliefs and um this sort of gives them some sort of like hall pass to not do that and yeah. some sort of license to not take those things seriously and that hurts i think that hurts all of society but it will end up hurting them worst of all i think uh yes but that that's feels like an article in its own right but uh yeah okay that was another thing i was going to bring up was that okay. you had a little bit of the problem of too many big ideas not enough small ones right uh because you you bring up how uh it's going to end up hurting people in the long run yes and i was like ah that's another article even like twice even you do this and you yeah. say but that's for another article I'm like well why bring it up then <laughs> yeah well it's tough because yeah. it's uh again i mean if i'm i'm making the claim that this definition of religion is better yeah part of the reason it's better is because it incorporates this fact into it mm -hmm. and once you look at this fact you say yeah but who cares if they don't explore their foundational beliefs and it's like ah but that's yeah. that's important but i can't get to all that right now right uh, so i, yeah, I sort I of want to let people know like i understand that that may seem weird and i promise we'll get to that it's just that's too much to fit in right here mm -hmm. well then uh, i suppose my thought then there is that either a if it's necessary for your point to be taken and accepted then it needs to be in this article or b it needs to be in an article before this one that's tough because that gets into really like why that occurs is 
uh, inherent to the nature of the thing I'm calling the religion of self, which we haven't really mm-hmm. even gotten into explaining yet. Which is what this was all about, I think. Right. No, this was yes. all about statues. Now I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, this is, this is building to that. Yeah. Uh, at some point here, but yeah. Uh, okay. Well, different question then. Um, how is your definition of religion different from the already accepted definition of philosophy? Uh, Well, let's let let's look at the definition of philosophy then. That's a good idea. I suppose I, I should have looked up these definitions before I, I got on. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I'm not sure what we mean by accepted definition. So let's take a look. Oh, study of the fundamental nature of knowledge, reality, and existence, especially when considered as an academic discipline, particular system of philosophic thought, study of theory. Okay. So the I guess where it differs might actually be sort of the personal nature of it. Okay. Like philosophy, the study of the fundamental nature of knowledge, reality, and existence. That's uh that's the study of it. That's not mm-hmm. the experience of it. Gotcha. Like religion is about the actual experience of it. It's the enacting of those things. Mm-hmm. And the other one is, you know, the study of it, I guess. To me, it's, yeah. it feels like the difference between, um, you know, playing a sport or being an analyst in it. Okay. Yes. Right. Uh, the, the philosopher is the analyst. And to now, me, the, the religious, a religion is the, the participation in it. Uh, now philosophy can also mean, uh, particular set of beliefs like stoicism or liberalism right uh but that has the same problem yes it suggests that philosophy is this optional add-on to life exactly you know separate from the base package unnecessary right Right. you know like really it's uh it's it's a waste of time and money i mean if you were (laughs) being responsible you just go with the base package and get on with it I mean, that's indulgent to have a religion. Jeez. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I suppose you want to bring that up then, I think. Because I read through this and that was my thought was that you're just talking about philosophy. But so I, f- I think the reader is going to think that. So you probably want to address that. Okay. So let me ask you this then. Can I rewrite this piece and have it focused on that thing that I'm talking mm. about? The experience, the participation versus the putting something aside in a corner in its own little room. Well, that's good. Yeah. Talk about right? the personal experience of believing things that are, you know, can't be proven or disproven. Right. That's, that's what religion is. Yeah. We can do that. The personal experience of it. Yeah. Cause you want to highlight how much this is personal. This is what's in your head. Yes. This is, yeah. A religion uh-huh. is, your personal experience with these things uh, because people have found certain collections of these beliefs uh, to be particularly appealing or useful. We've wanted a term to mm-hmm. reference those things because they, they clearly are uh, of a kind 
like they're different, but they're definitely a class of things. These mm -hmm. collections, these organized systems of yeah. foundational ideas. Uh, and sadly, we use the term religion, but we sort of lost something in, in doing that because we sort of, by categorizing them as a, as a kind, we've sort of lost the fact that, but they're tied to this inherent thing within yeah. all of us. Okay. Actually, you're getting me to my final point that I wanted to bring up was that I wanted you to make it clear in this piece that all unprovable, undisprovable Thank you. <laughs> foundational beliefs uh, are equally valid, equally invalid, then uh, that they they exist on a spectrum, clearly. Yes. So you get um, uh, like Christianity, Islam, uh, but then closer to the other end of the spectrum, you might have um, kinds of Buddhism, uh, sure. then that gets into like Taoism sure. closer to the end of the spectrum. And eventually over on the other side, you get to like Stoicism and then, you know, like epistemology. You get to like A equals A, you know? Right. But all of these things clearly exist on a spectrum. There's no, uh, there's no obvious way to, you know, there's no hierarchy between them. Yeah. There's no obvious hierarchy there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you tried to say that there was some obvious hierarchy, you'd be appealing to some principle, which would itself be unprovable and undisprovable. Yeah. I would say there's you know? no objective so, hierarchy. Yeah. I am in agreement with you on that. Okay. Um, but uh, I, but I thought that if you began with Christianity as like, this is a religion, we all agree this is a religion. And then you go to like, you know, Mahayana Buddhism. Right. And then Taoism. And, you know, and then you work your way down this spectrum. You get to a point where it's like, ah, is that a religion or not? I don't know. And then, and then eventually you get to a point where people think, well, that's not a religion. But you show all along the way, but it's still got all the same characteristics. So why think... do we think of this as religion and this not? I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest that it's possible that the audience is not quite as nerdy about this stuff as you are, <laughs> and so this this <gasps> process to them becomes kind of meaningless. Okay, we're talking to normals. Yes, normies. Forgive me. I yeah. think you're right here. I think I've I think I've taken that's this too far. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I think for a lot of people, especially if they have, you know, uh, follow some sort of, you know, collection, organized collection of ideas, the thing that is often referred to as religion, they think of a lot of things as my religion and then a bunch of stuff that's incorrect. Gotcha. Okay. Well, then, uh, summing it up here, uh, you want to lean into the fact that what you're doing is advocating for an alternative definition and you're giving um, supporting reasons why this is why we should adopt this alternative definition anyway. Like it's really linguistic, but it's, it's a useful change in our understanding of the word because it, 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 it's better for society. It's better for both those who think of themselves and religious and those yeah, who think of themselves it, as non-religious. It takes away the compartmentalization yes. of it. So, I, but at any rate, lean into the fact that you're talking about an alternative definition rather than trying to say, no, this is what a religion is. Okay, because so should I, should, I, should I do this? Should I delay 
the alternative definition article by one and just do an article talking about the present understanding of religion and hammer home that this compartmentalizes this. Oh, snap. And that might be a problem, right? And say, look, these things are meant to uh, offer us foundational beliefs, right? These things that are often referred to as religion. Mm -hmm. But the problem is when we categorize them as religion, we end up compartmentalizing them. And then that sort of takes them out of the role that they're really meant to be, even for those who are practicers of or practitioners of that religion, uh, they end up falling sort of victim to this compartmentalization and don't often give it the priority that it's really meant to have in their life. I like this. You are, you've already said that you're speaking to a specifically religious audience. Yes. That you're eventually trying to build up to the idea that their dissatisfaction with their faith life is a result of the fact that they are committing idolatry and they don't realize it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The worship of self through the state is their second religion. It might even be their first religion. In many cases, I think it is. Yeah. So uh, at any rate, we're speaking to religious people. So yeah, sweet. Let's have a piece where we're talking to religious people about their understanding of religion, where we encourage them to expand their understanding of what their religion is. So I I just, I don't want to focus on the expanded definition yet. I want to just say, let's look at the current definition and note that it has this compartmentalizing effect. And when we do that, it has these two consequences. That's good. And then in the next article, I'll I'll talk about how, hey, look, doesn't it make sense? Because if we look at religions, they really are about these foundational beliefs. So why are we, isn't it just the foundational beliefs that are religion? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to define it as and move forward from there. Okay. Well, I think I'm mad about it, but I think we're going to have to turn this into a three-parter. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least, at least two. What, what are you seeing as the third? No, I mean this episode. Oh, this episode? Yeah, yeah. could be. Yeah. Because I could leave you to your own devices to go and write this that. piece that we're discussing but it's going to feel like a first draft. I know it. I know Maybe. it is. I don't, I don't know. We did that with the uh, part two. And uh, I do and think I, it turned out pretty well. It was okay. I didn't like it as much okay. as part one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, we, we could do that again. We can, we can bring yeah. this one back again next week. Okay. I suggest that we do. Yeah, let's do All that. All right. Sounds Listeners, good. Listeners, I'm sorry that I'm doing this to you. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I think right. I'm going to like it. Go write it. <laughs> I know I'm not going to like it. I don't know why I'm even saying that. All right, we'll try it. All right, sounds good. All right, uh, welcome back. It is Monday, September 21st, and this is a, a part three of this episode on the uh, third part of the Religion, Church, and State series. <laughs> so... Uh, last time, as listeners know, there was probably too much going on in the article and I stripped it down here, really making one point, uh, at the end of this thing. So, uh, that point being that what we currently refer to in, uh, in public as religions, uh, are in fact, uh, ideas meant to address this, uh, fundamental uncertainty. 
ideas meant to address this fundamental uncertainty that mm -hmm. uh, humans feel. Uh, yeah, and you have done a very good job of stripping this down. Uh, in fact, you've done too good of a job. Okay. So that's actually, I think that's perfect. So you just need to add a little bit more back in, I think, and then we'll be good. Um, but let's... One second. Okay. Grayson, you idiot. Stop. Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, Grayson, clearly after Dick Grayson? Uh, yes. And help yourself. Okay. Uh, okay. But let's, uh, let's start at the beginning here. I don't actually have much to say about this. I think I've only got three things. Four things, maybe. Three things. Not important. Okay, let's start at the beginning. So uh, you begin this by talking about what people think of as what a religion is. Because then you're going to go on to explain that it's not quite that. It's something else. Yeah, I, uh, I bring up sort of the dictionary definition. Um, mm -hmm. But there's, there's more debate over it than what the dictionary says. So I try to mention sort of both major sides of that philosophical debate as well yes and dictionary definition and both sides of philosophical debate are my first two issues actually okay uh okay so first using um dictionary definition of religion um please don't uh, okay it's uh quoting the dictionary is a trope that people make fun of yeah that's fair uh i just i'm, I'm wanting to cover the full spectrum of what people think of as religion right. But, yeah. I think it would be much better if you just give your own description of what people generally think of when they think of religion. Okay, fair enough. Um, good, I win that one. Thanks. That was fast. <laughs> Why did you think you were going to get away with that nonsense? <laughs> uh, I specifically am writing uh, much more looser lately. Yeah. That's why you, you win more, because I'm, I'm coming in with less of a firm grasp on how I want things to sound. You're saying you've stopped trying? More or less. Okay, good. That was the impression I was getting. I'm glad you confess up to that. Uh, okay, so then, uh, having given the dictionary definition, you then go on to say that, yeah, but there's actually a lot of debate in respectable circles about what religion really is. Uh, you know, philosophers, social scientists, anthropologists, they really, they've got different competing ideas about this, and it comes down to two basic camps. Yes. So that's exciting to me, actually. As a reader, I'm thinking, okay, you're not just some kind of whack job. You know, like this isn't quite settled science yet. There's, there's some debate about it among reasonable folks. So good. Um, but then you then define what those two camps are and it happens uh, like so quickly that I don't know what you're talking about. So I want to say, so the first one you say, one defines religion based on the way societies treat those things we refer to as religions. They define religion as those things which have been set aside as sacred and the practices and beliefs associated with them. And that's a lot of words, and I understand each of those words individually, but it doesn't paint a picture for me of what their fundamental premise is. So could you tell me, what is their fundamental premise? Uh, it's more of, I guess, the anthropologist viewpoint of religion that it's, it sort of looks at, um, I, things that people consider sacred and mm -hmm. things that people consider holy and 
that are collected together, their rituals, their, um, and I've, obviously they're different, uh, you know, in different religions, but uh, the sacrifices they make, um, those kind of things. It's, it's about how the people are treating these things. Yes. It's not about what these things are or do. Gotcha. So uh, what I want is for you to sum that up into a single sentence. It's like, if you ask the people in this camp, what is religion? They would say religion is blank. Okay. And, and it's something like religion is those things which societies treat as holy or uh, what was the word you used in here? Sacred. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's not bad. But if you were if you were to write it out, actually, so if you were to ask this camp, what is the nature of religion? Right, this right, is how right. they would answer. Um, so same. That's problem. fair enough. Although I do I do think we need to highlight the the approach that they're taking because what I'm offering up is a third approach. Yeah, um, yeah. Break that down further because eventually you do get into a third approach and you explain right. what that approach is well and you justify it. I think. Uh, okay. Um, so yeah explain better in here what is the nature of their approach what is the logic behind it even right Um, but same problem with discussing what the second camp is Uh, I'm going to read that again the other side defines religion based on the characteristics of that which we typically refer to as religion they focus on the comprehensive worldview metaphysical aspects and adherence to truth that can be neither proven nor disproved I feel like that should be disproven but uh sure probably all right so i read that again i think um if i read that six times i could probably imagine what you mean but spell it out for me i'm a dumb yeah uh so this would be viewing religion more from a sort of a i guess philosophical perspective um the idea that it's uh, addressing metaphysical concerns. um, That's kind of the key way in which they look at it. That's really the the big part of it. And by the nature of metaphysical claims, they're not provable or disprovable. Right. Um, And so that's a part of it. Uh, But that's sort of where they differ from the previous camp because the previous camp, doesn't really uh, address in any kind of specific way the metaphysical part of religion. So the first camp is defined by the behavior of adherence towards things, the way they treat things as sacred. Yes. And the second camp is defined by um, like belief structures about unprovable things. Yeah, that's fair. Gotcha. So what I want here is uh, not only explicitly in a sentence answers to the question, what is right. religion from these two right. camps, but also I'd like you to show me examples where they might not necessarily agree on what counts as a religion or where. Well, they I see, could I, possibly I don't disagree. even know that that's uh, well, okay. So I guess maybe with something like Buddhism, they might differ on. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Buddhism. Um, 
Well, there's, I, I don't there's know nine different have, flavors of Buddhism. So yeah, and I don't know that I read anything specifically on that either. I think yeah. the the issue is not so much where they differ, because it's kind of like it 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 doesn't really matter if they agreed on one hundred percent of what things are religions. Mm-hmm. Just when something new comes along, here's how they determine whether it is a religion or a religion not. Religion or not, right? Right, and so you get to the question of are those two things inseparable? <laughs> Uh, cause I think you could make a case, maybe they aren't inseparable. Maybe those things always go hand in hand, the medical, physical beliefs and the things that are treated sacred. Yeah. Um, maybe well, they're always together, but. Well, my, my, my thought here though, is that you're going to present a third argument for the framework in which we should think about what, what a religion is. And so if some new organization comes along, we determine, is this a religion or not by this alternative third standard? Right. If you can show that there's some disagreement between those prevailing two paradigms, um, then you can say that, well, my, th- my third argument here, it can come to the correct conclusion about all of those things. Sometimes those two camps disagree, but it can come to the correct conclusion on what constitutes a religion on both sides. Yeah. And, but as a logical corollary of that, you actually, you then have to understand that all of these other things are religions as well, are religious as well. Yeah. I just thought, I'd like, I've, I want you to- I know, I don't, I don't know that I want to frame it quite that way though. Okay. I don't want to frame it as the solution to the- disconnect between these two people that feels to me a little like uh when people want to like make the argument for libertarianism as mm -hmm. it's uh it's fiscally conservative oh it's the best of both worlds yeah like it feels a little bit like that and i don't (laughs) want to do that okay i just want to show more that this is uh this is unsettled and people are still searching for the answer to the question, what is religion? That's all I'm really trying to do. Actually, no, you're right. So what I'm doing is making too big of a claim. I keep doing that. So rather than saying clearly this is better than the other two. I think that's the nature (laughs) of this series. Like seriously. Yeah. That's, that's what this is. This is the podcast. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So instead you're just trying to say, Hey, like this is, potentially a good way to 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 frame the question of what constitutes a religion this third right. since it's unsettled anyway and it's unsettled so yeah you know why not let's let's throw it in the mix yeah you know i'm not even trying to say that there's as much reason to support this one as there are the others just you know here's another right yeah. yeah yeah okay um okay i like that then good then i'm moving on all right. I, you agreed with me at least that you're gonna give me explicit single sentence. Yeah, I'll, fl- I'll flesh those out more that way. Good. Sure. Win again. I um, mean, I I thought that's what I did there. It's just not clear enough, so I'll just yeah. clarify that. It's it's but, dense, for sure. Yeah. It, yeah, it's too much, fine. too fast. You got to break it down for me. Make it explicit. Fair. Maybe give Fair me examples. Enough. All yeah. right. I'm a dumb. You're writing. Potentially writing for people with an eighth grade education, right? That's that's the standard everywhere. <laughs> Have you met eighth graders before, by the way? Because they're morons. They are, yes. Yeah. To any eighth graders in the audience, 
I'm not even sorry. You're a moron. Okay. <laughs> You'll probably always be that way. Uh, okay. I only have uh, one more thing here. Okay. So towards the very end here, you, you've said, um, this is what you think of as religion. There's debate about that. There's these two camps. I'm suggesting this third thing, which is to think of religion in terms of what it does. Yes. And what it, what a religion does is it deals with the uncertainty because of um, that we can't know anything at yeah. all ever. Yeah, I'm, I'm suggesting so. that the, there are many means by which we develop definitions uh, mm -hmm. for word or concept. And one of the ways we do that is based on kind of what that thing does. And yeah. I think that's a better definition for religion. It's good. And you give two examples of times when we use what yes. the thing does as the basis for defining right. it. And that there, uh, you talk about um, roadblocks and plugs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, things that plug dam. a hole in a dam could be anything. anything. It could be a sock a, or a finger or right, whatever. whatever. Yeah. So you can think of all those things as plugs, but outside of the context of plugging the dam, you would never you would lump never those things together. Yeah. And you certainly wouldn't call them plugs. Yeah. yeah. Those are different things. Yeah. And you wouldn't even put them in the same category. The only reason they're yeah. in the same category is the role that they're fulfilling. Yeah. What they do. Yeah. Right. Uh, in that context, at least. So, okay. So I liked that. I thought you made a good case for that being a reasonable way to approach defining things. Yeah. Why not religion? Right. So what does religion does? Let's ask. Yes, exactly. Religion. <laughs> what does you does religion? Yes. Uh, so that was great. So then the next, the last bit though, is you saying, um, I've already discussed what religion does in previous installments then. And I was like, no, no, whoa, no, stop. <laughs> Just like, I know you did, but like, give me a little bit, <laughs> like, like explain it a little bit. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, you're just, uh, let me see here. So you say, all the things that we traditionally refer to as religions play the role of addressing humanity's inherent uncertainty with fundamental ideas that are unprovable but un unable to be disproven as well. Great, thank you. Um, and uh, you pretty much wrap it up there. But uh, like, I want you to give me examples there. Um, examples that are relevant to things we traditionally understand as religion but then also examples to give me a little flavor of things to come examples of ways that we could use this principle actually to come to surprising conclusions to say, well, actually these other things are religious by that standard. So do I bring back up the stick in the snake issue? The reality is real. Bring those things back into it again that we referred to before. I don't think so. I okay. think you want to bring in new things here. Hmm. I don't know what those things might be. And exactly I offhand. I don't know that. that I want to because then I've spent the whole time justifying a point here. Mm -hmm. And then if I go expanding it without really explaining it, mm -hmm. I think that undoes or has the potential to undo gotcha. what I've done to this point, especially yeah, think, since the follow-up yeah. article is going to delve into that a little bit more. 
that's why I say, give me a little teaser. Give me a little tagline. Give me one sentence, not one sentence, but you know, a little bit to say, um, just to, to wet my whistle, just to get me excited to say, oh, this is where this goes. And I can, I can think to myself, no, it doesn't. That's nonsense. Or I can say, oh, it does. Sweet. Explain it to me. Either way though, I want to read the next installment. Well, then maybe I need to drop in here the point that what this means is that everyone has a religion. I don't need to get into the specifics Ooh. of the claims, but everybody has fundamental, everybody. unprovable and undisprovable claims. Even if you're an atheist, even if you're an agnostic, even if you couldn't possibly give less of a poop about any of this nonsense, right. you have a religion, I promise. Yes. Yeah. You make religious claims. You do. Okay. I like that, actually. That's okay. not bad. Uh, all right. That's fine. I can I can plug that in because that'll lead in then to the follow. Well, it won't lead. It'll, it'll sort of lead into the next article. Okay. Well, give me something that does lead fairly well into the next article, it, please. It does. Uh, it, that's not quite the specific point I'm going to be making, but I will be getting to that point by the end of that article. Okay. Well, at any rate, broadly speaking, uh, at the yeah. end here, paint a better picture for me. Don't just say, oh, I wrote it about another article. Go ahead, read those. Like, right. Give me a little bit of flavor here so I can, I can know what you're talking about. Although at a, certain, at, at a certain point, when we get into part uh, 15 and uh, 18 of this series, we're going to have to just uh, leave it as hopefully you've read these previous articles. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, the, the deeper you get into it, the less you're going to say about previous arguments, okay. for sure. But I think it will never be appropriate maybe but it this this felt like not enough though just so you know. okay and i've read the previous installments right, right obviously right right and this felt like quite not quite enough so give okay. me a little bit more i can i can plug in a, a little bit more detail there i guess yeah. okay uh i think you're doing a great job i like it go write it <laughs> You've just gone behind the broken window. Drop us a line at contact at brokenwindowmedia.com. Like us on Facebook for regular updates, and follow us on Twitter at BrokenWindowM. Music by Lorenzo's Music. Thanks, Lorenzo's Music. Check them out at lorenzosmusic.com. Hear the rest of the conversation and become a part of it at brokenwindowmedia.com. We'll see you there. I'm doing well.